Thank you so much to everyone who's been leading us so far this morning in our service, to, to our readers, to the band, and to Rachel for, for emceeing for us this morning. That's great. Sunday mornings are amazing, aren't they? It's that one hour in the week where if anything is going to go wrong, you can be guaranteed it's going to be between the hours of 11 and 12 on a Sunday morning. Last Sunday, for example, I was quite calm. I thought, great, invited to speak at Harvest somewhere else, fine. Get there, fine. Singing the hymns, fine. Prayers, fine. Bible reading, And suddenly I'm sitting at a communion table realizing that they are reading a Bible reading that I didn't even give them. Panic ensues. What do you do? And then as if that wasn't bad enough, I try to get up on my feet and apologize about how I'm then going to read the correct Bible reading uh, for the morning. Only to discover that the battery in the microphone has ran out. So Sunday mornings, 11 to 12 nightmare. And this morning is no different. Never use technology because you can be guaranteed that it's going to go wrong. So hopefully we will have Finding Harvest with Finding Nemo this morning if it actually works. But this morning, as you can see from your order of service, is a family service and it's a chance for us then to worship together as a family, to have all you boys and girls with us, which we don't normally on a Sunday morning, and to think a little bit together about what harvest means for us. Last Sunday was Steve's birthday and Some of us were at the manse to celebrate that, and I went into the Fitzroy room and said to the teenagers, okay, here's a bit of a challenge. Why don't you give me 10 words to try and incorporate into what I'm saying on Sunday morning? And if I manage to get to all 10 words, I want you to shout and cheer, because if you shout and cheer the loudest, you'll win a prize. So that was fine, and during the week I get a lot of messages into my inbox on Facebook, and I think, great, they're coming through with words, but me being me, I didn't even think half of them were words, to which I was told they were, so I just took their word literally for it. And then I try to incorporate it into what I may or may not say this morning, and I arrive at church, and they say, did you get all ten words in? And I was like... Do you know, they were great. There was only one word I couldn't quite fit in. And they said, do you actually know what some of the words mean? To which I responded, no. And it turns out I really should have spent some of this week looking up what some of the words meant in the dictionary. So we've had to edit 10 down to 8. But because you guys failed on your part of the challenge, I think I don't have to manage to incorporate them all into this talk this morning. So... Family service, a wee bit more interactive. Um, Can, well, we've already alluded to it, can anybody notice anything different about church this morning? Oh, we're all going to go shy, aren't we? Cheryl Stafford's on the edge of her seat there. What do you notice different about this morning? Wonderful flowers. Anybody else notice anything else? Fantastic. Fruits on the table, fantastic. I I can see a hand down there. Do you want to shout right out? Flowers, fantastic. So as you can see this morning, there's a lot of different stuff around church. Because this morning what we're doing is we are taking a chance to say thank you to God for all that he has given to us. Okay, but harvest, boys and girls, is a little bit weird, isn't it, if you live 
in this city because some of us don't actually know, well, I don't know where my food comes from apart from it normally comes out of the microwave. But some people work very hard all year round in order to provide us with what we have to eat on a daily basis. Has anybody ever been to the farm? Ruby, I know. Were you at the farm last week? Or was it Gracie? It was Gracie. Gracie was at Streamvale Farm, weren't you? Anybody else been to the farm? Goodness, we're a, we're a very shy bunch this morning. Has anybody in Fitzroy ever been to the farm? Fantastic. That's more of the response we're looking for in a family service. Has anybody at Fitzroy been to the farm? Lots of us. So maybe we've seen firsthand how during the year then that our food has to be grown. How someone has to go out and ply the field and scatter the seed and look after everything as it grows day in and day out. And then finally it produces an apple or a banana or a pepper or a tomato, what else can I see on that table, that we then are able to use to eat on a daily basis. But this morning what I want us to do for a couple of minutes is just to think slowly about two things that harvest can mean for us. Firstly, we want to see harvest as an opportunity to say thank you, but we also want to see harvest as a challenge. Okay, can any of you tell me, this is going to be another hand moment, okay, so don't be shy. Can anybody put up their hand and tell us, have you said thank you today? Has anybody said thank you for anything today? Oh, yeah, we do have some thankful people in Fitzroy. Fantastic. But we all say thank you, don't we, whether it's in the shop or to our parents when they've made us our breakfast And today, as we've already said, we're here to say thank you to God for all that he has given to us. But this morning, for us, harvest is also a challenge. Because harvest this morning does not end when we go out of here because we've sort of ticked a box. Because we've thrown a couple of flowers at the front, lovely as they are. Or we put some vegetables on a table because actually we are to be part of God bringing his harvest in the world each and every day. Now, boys and girls, I want you to shout out, does anybody have a favorite film? And you know where this is going, so try to see if the right answer to the last answer. Does anybody have a favorite film? Yep, down the back again. Pardon? I can't hear you. Hang on. Gonna have to do this because you're too far away from me. How to Train Your Dragon 2. I haven't seen that, is it good? Fantastic. What's your favourite film? Skippy 2? Scooby Doo. (laughs) Who knows? Skippy 2 could be a movie. Anybody else got a favourite children's movie? Ruby, what's your favourite movie? Toy Story. Anybody's Frozen? Any Frozen fans? I think Sarah might sing for us later. Do you want to build a snowman? What's your favourite movie? You're too far away again. Sorry, Pat. Frozen. You like Frozen. Fantastic. Well, does anybody else... Now, this is your opportunity to get the right answer. Does anybody else have a favourite kids movie? (laughs) Yes, Mark. No, it's not Mark. Sorry. The the light's too bright there. What's your favourite movie? 
Despicable Me 2, fantastic. But look at the front of your order of service. Look at, uh, are we going to, oh, oh, the girls down the back again. What's your favourite kids movie? Finding Nemo! Fantastic! I've already been to the gym this morning, so I didn't think I needed to run up and down the aisle, but thank you for the exercise anyway. Finding Nemo. So I think we're going to have a clip, if somebody can work this laptop for me, that would be great, from that movie. So I want everybody to pay attention, look at the screen, and see what maybe Finding Nemo could tell us this morning about Finding Harvest. Nemo? Tori? Nemo! Nemo! I'm coming, Nemo! Nemo! Oh, thank goodness. It's all right, son. It's going to be okay. so much to Alison and for Neil uh, to getting that to work this morning. Thank you so much. Boys and girls, we all know the story of Nemo, don't we? We know what happens, how one day Nemo is starting school down on the ocean floor. And then what happens? What happens to Nemo? What happens? 
No, we're all going to be shy again, are we? Caitlin's about to say something, maybe? No, no, doesn't want to say it. Okay. Yes, girls, down the back. Why don't you just come up the front? Because you have all the answers to all my questions. What happens next in the story? Oh, they're coming. That was a joke, but feel free. (laughs) Audience participation. What happens next? He gets lost. That's right. And what happens when he gets lost? He goes on a big adventure, doesn't he? And what happens when he's on his big adventure? There's some really interesting things happen, isn't there? And then who else goes out looking for him? Who do you think goes looking for Nemo? Doesn't his dad go looking for him? Because he wants to see that he's safe and bring him home, isn't that right? Fantastic. You are going to, I tell you, in about one year's time, I think you're ready to do a gospel according to Nemo right at the frontier. So thank you for your help this morning. I really appreciate that. Okay, so Nemo goes out on a big adventure. And while he's on that big adventure, he meets lots of people along the way. And his dad goes looking for him, and finally his dad finds him, and they are all so thankful that everything has worked out. And this morning, when it comes to harvest, what we're thinking about is how we each and every single one of us. How we as Fitzroy are called to be part of God's big adventure. And how along the way of that adventure we will bump into all different types of people from all different types of backgrounds, from all different places, just like Nemo did. And as we saw in that clip, boys and girls, sometimes that adventure might be a little bit scary. Sometimes, on the other hand, that adventure might be full of excitement. And on that adventure, no matter how small we feel we may be, if we all play our part and our role, we can be part of bringing God's harvest here in Belfast and on our streets. Just how it looked like for all the fish that were caught in the net, that it wasn't going to end well. But when they all team together, when they all joined one another, and when they all just kept swimming, they were able to overcome what seemed like a huge obstacle. So this morning, Fitzroy, maybe it's not for us to just keep swimming, but maybe it's for us to just keep working to bring God's harvest in the world. Because as we have heard in our readings this morning, we have so much to be thankful for. For the land, for the sea, for the food we have, for the clothes that we can wear and the homes that we can live in. But that also comes with a challenge for us. Because as we were reading in Jeremiah, we then have to work for the good of the city in which we find ourselves. Remember, as we go from here today, harvest doesn't stop at the end of this service, but rather every day we are to be involved and part of bringing God's harvest in the world. But this morning, we also want to remember that there are some who maybe will not have the opportunity to enjoy harvest. Those who may be in foreign lands whose crops have been destroyed by rain, where they don't have surplus food to be able to put on display, but rather day in and day out are searching just for the smallest 
of things to eat. So this morning, as we are challenged to bring God's harvest here in Belfast, we are also challenged to do it across the world. So as we come this morning to our offerings, you'll find that there should be two things in your pews. There should be a post-it note that Anna has put out, and there should also be a leaflet here um, from Tear Fund, who a couple of Sunday nights ago were talking about this at the Sunday evening they did here, following on from the If campaign. And as we return to God in our offering, as a token of thanks to him for all that he has done for us, we also want you to write on that post-it note something. Feel free to talk amongst yourselves in your pew. Something that you as a pew are thankful for. Something that you want to give thanks to God for this morning. But also, if you have the time, why don't you fill in the form at the back of this tear fund booklet to lobby the Prime Minister to bring a proper harvest of justice for everybody in the world. So I think your offering is going to be received. 